Blog Talk Radio. Hey, Psychic America, this is Tracy Brown coming to you today, September 6, 2014. I just finished wrapping up having some Puerto Rican food. Not what I had, though. I had plantain, something beef, something yellow rice. I like to get the name of it, but the actual name of the dish doesn't really matter. It does matter. Somebody's food, somebody created this culture. People created this. However, I'm having the food in honor of Rosie Perez, who is one of the new Republicans <laughs> hosts for the view. So, Rosie, I just finished eating some Puerto Rican food, which, hello, by the way, Puerto Rican food is right next to the Caribbean. It's just no real difference in terms of what they eat and what I eat. And and I have a little bit of Puerto Rican in me. My grandfather is half black, half Puerto Rican, which makes me something. But even in New York, where Puerto Ricans live, in terms of like a grouping of people, Puerto Ricans live in New York or Florida, Southern Florida, not too. Um, it didn't make any sense to tell anybody like what my mix is. I look black, so hello. But I just had some Puerto Rican food in honor of Rosie Perez taking a job on The View. And Rosie Perez, I hope you kick some ass because Rosie O'Donnell is being a little bit of a hutterick, um, being kept, like, controlling. Nobody likes that about anybody. So Rosie Perez, I hope, hope you come in with all the gumption and gusto that you have in you and the feistiness and the beauty that you are. Oh, my God, I'm so excited. I wasn't actually going to watch the views, but now I'll watch it a little bit, just to watch you guys, just to watch, just to support Rosie Perez and Whoopi. All right, guys, welcome. Um, I'm going to bring on immediately Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy. Ordinary. Hi, Malcolm. Hey, Tracy, what's happening? <laughs> you changed it up on me a little bit. What's happening? <laughs> How are you? I'm great. I'm hot, but I'm great. Mm. Very well. Well, is it is it hotter out there than it is in LA? Because I'm in the valley, and the valley, ironically, is not hot. And you know, Los Angeles is not hot. But are you hot there? Uh, yeah, I'm very hot, but, you know, I, I'm usually hotter than most people anyway, so it's just part hmm. of my makeup. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I was outdoors mm-hmm. working, so when you're outdoors working that's, and it's 90 degrees, it's, it, you know. <laughs> well, that's totally different. That's why you're hot. Uh, yeah, I was hot before. Anyway. <laughs> <it's all laughs> anyway. Good. How was your week? Uh, the week was just great. I love the week. I love the weekends more, but it is what it is. How was your week? Um, I think it was uneventful until last night. And then some changes are going on, and it is what it is. It was a great week until uh, yesterday. Wow. Well, that's so, too bad. Uh, 
think it's a bad thing, to be honest with you, because it's family matters. I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just that it's it's a change, and I wasn't ready for the change is what I'm trying to say. Well, I hope it's not a bad change. That's what I would say. But, um, you know, it was a tough week for some people. I mean, Joan Rivers died, so uh, I'm sure she didn't yes, enjoy she the week. Yes, but, I mean, honestly, you know, I, I like to play the odds. And, and when she didn't wake up initially, kind of was written a stone. Exactly. So. I mean, the wording of what they kept saying didn't feel right in the first place. So they kept saying, you know, she's in, in, in an induced coma. Well, if you're 25 and you're in an induced coma, your survival rate might be pretty high. If you're 81, I don't know if you're going to have the same successes. So, yeah, no, and then, probably, probably not. Yeah. And then it was one day too many, and then it was kind of like, at some point, like, at least for me, I was like, okay, I think she needs prayer. Like, because I didn't think she was going to make it, but I couldn't announce it. Like, I couldn't do a reading on it because, and some people had asked, they're like, Tracy, do a reading on, you know, Joan Rivers, but it's not my job to predict somebody's death or not. It's not my job. I got you. I understand. I, I wouldn't touch that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> well, on a, note, on a happier note, uh, Dwayne Wade and uh, Gabrielle Union finally got married, so that should be something to read. Yeah, I mean, you know, I read that. Uh, some of my people do predictions. They're they're quick to let me know. <laughs> Good or bad, they're quick to let me know. And they look oh, happy. Did what? you say they weren't going to get married or something? I think that I was mean-spirited. Like, oh, that's too bad. <laughs> like, when I went back over it, because when I get, I call them psychic detectives, and so when I got the report that <laughs> they had gotten married, then I go back over my reading, and then I went over my reading, and I was like, huh. I was pretty mean-spirited, and I wonder, and sometimes I don't know where, doesn't matter. Like, I mean, some of my people have even said to me, they're like, um, leave your opinion out of it, or they go, oh, that was pretty mean, you know? And when I went back over this one, I was like, wow, I think I was really, really mean to Gabrielle, like really mean. Well, maybe just some people don't like her for some reason. I, I don't know why. I'm not one of those people. But um, like a friend of mine said this week, he's a guy. He's like, he said that she didn't seem like she was uh, something. He, basically, he he wouldn't like her. And I was like, why not? I mean, you don't even know her. So why would you not like somebody you don't know? If you met her and then you had them running, I can understand. But if you don't know a person and it's the to make a, uh, you know, an announcement that I don't like this person, and I, I don't understand those kind of things. I'm, I'm pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, and I think you, 
from what I remember, you're kind of consistent that way. You're like, I'm not going to not, not like somebody unless they give me a reason, which means I've got to get to know them to give me a reason. I think you've always kind of been that yeah. way. Pretty and much, it's not, yeah. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like her, but there's, there must be something there because when I went over the reading, you know, the, the video, I was like, wow, I was, I was mean. I'm just going to call it out. I was mean. I'm big enough to call it out. Hmm? Well, don't be mean. Life is too short for all that. Um, But it might be the nature of the... Huh? You want me to make sure of what? I know. I said it might be the nature of the beast, too. You know, it might be Uh, one of those things where, where... I'm, and I'm wondering this about myself. I don't know if I have to check myself or fix myself because I'm wondering, like, the more of these readings that I'm doing, I'm wondering if I'm turning into, like, the Joan Rivers of the world. You know what I mean? Where is it more comical or is it pure reading? Like, I'm kind of going back over myself and figuring out, because I think we all should do that anyway, and I think if you step out of boundaries, at least I can, I'm willing to auto-correct myself. And I'm kind of getting in a place where, because I just did a reading on Angelina Jolie with Sean, and people are not happy about that. Who's not happy about what? She just got married, right? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you say? She's not happy? No, I said people weren't happy in the way that I gave the reading. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. Uh, I misunderstood, because I'm Thinking she seems to be pretty happy at this point. Um, well, I mean, I don't know, Malcolm. You know, I look at things psychically, which is a different, it's a different side of things. It's a little, you know, it's kind of like always looking to the left because there's a different expectation. And I, I can't say that she is that happy. I, you know, from the reading, it looked like she just kind of looked at Brad and was like, we're getting married, we're getting married now. No excuses. Well, um, they got like a thousand it, kids. I mean, so it's just at a certain point, why not? <laughs> you have that mm-hmm. many children, you might as well get married. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. But, um, but. Brad, Brad has a personal psychic, and his psychic put out publicly that he was, Brad was not in love with Angelina Jolie, that he was thinking about leaving her, that um, he wants to make amends with Jennifer Aniston. And, and then Sean and I did a reading on that psychic because we were more than prepared to say that that psychic is a phony because, like you, we assumed that Brad and Angelina Jolie were in a happy, healthy, ongoing relationship. And then when Sean and I did the reading, we saw what the other psychic saw, that Brad was not happy. And so we put it out, we put it out to dispel what the psychic said, but instead we had to agree with that psychic, which is unfortunate because I don't like agreeing with another psychic because I want to be right. <laughs> I must be the only one right. And I'm joking, by the way. 
But in any case, okay. after, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just joking. No. <laughs> I must be the only psychic in the trace. <laughs> As I tell my right. kids, like a five-year-old. But um, I posted the video on that, and by Sunday, she had a shotgun wedding. So, I don't know. Well, I... I hope they're happy. I mean, you know, it's, like I said, they got a whole bunch of kids, and you know, at yeah. a certain point, you might as well, you know, that's your, you know, you guys made that many children, you might want to attempt to stay together, at least to make the attempt. Oh my goodness! Well, let me, <laughs> you know, as I'm sitting here, I get tweets. So, and this is what I love about Twitter, and. One of the um, Twitter, Pretty CC, 88, she goes, Tracy, girl, you are being so modest. Your predictions about Apollo being a snitch came to fruition, and Apollo is Phaedra's husband. And you're right, Pretty CC, 88. You're, you're absolutely right. Like, I have 214 videos and, you know, 211 are accurate. <laughs> Well, that's a, you know I'm a numbers guy, so that's a pretty good, uh, a pretty right. good record. Um, Thank you. So who's right. Apollo guy? Apollo who? Oh, okay. oh, um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Oh yeah, I don't watch that. I would know who that is. You know what? So when you a, said that, it actually sounded like you made up your face, like you were like, oh yeah, I don't watch that. You watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. That is the worst yeah, show I know. Oh, ever. No, no, no. Don't, get, don't get me wrong. I, I just said I don't watch that show. It doesn't mean I don't watch other crazy shows. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. <laughs> there are plenty of crazy shows out there. I just don't watch that one particular crazy show. I, I, it's not that I'm a, above it or beneath it. I just don't watch it. That's all. Yeah, no, no. I totally get it. So anyway, so, let me just let, let me just tell you that, you know, remember the Michael Sams thing I told you he probably wouldn't make the Rams, which he did not make the Rams. Yeah. But and for a couple of days there he was sort of like, you know, hanging in the wind. But there's an owner in the NFL that, you know, for him there's no such thing as bad publicity. Any publicity is good publicity, and that's Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. So well, uh, that's well, and more importantly, the, the reality of the situation is I told you that Michael Sams didn't make the Rams because the Rams just have too many guys at his position, whereas the Dallas Cowboys, on the other hand, have nobody at this position. They've probably got one of the worst teams in the league. Uh, I'm sorry for all those Dallas fans out there because, you know, if Dallas comes in third in their division, they will have a good year. It just doesn't look good for them. They have no defense. So, okay. you know, Michael okay. Sams can be – Okay. <laughs> I'm getting excited not to cut you off, right? Okay, so Dallas is in the NFC? Yeah, they're both in the yeah, NFC. They're in the NFC. NFC. Which used to be the, and they, they used to be no. one of the premier conferences in the NFL, but, you know, in recent years, you know, there's all the teams in, the, in that division. You got the the Washington Redskins, which, of course, we have that Redskins thing going on. Uh-huh. They haven't really played well. Uh, the New York Giants. The Raiders, the Raiders are at the bottom. The Raiders are at the bottom, yes. 
not the bottom. That's your bottom. favorite I mean, team. Well, uh, uh, that's your favorite actually, team, isn't it? No, actually, my favorite team is the Baltimore Ravens. But that's Baltimore the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens yeah. is your favorite team? Yes. Not the Raiders. Not the Raiders, no. The Raiders, okay. no, not the Raiders. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. part of the silver and black crew. I mean, I, I'm not against them. I'm just, you know, that's just not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I do have a question okay. about that. Okay, but the Cowboys are at the bottom of the NFC East. They will be this year, pretty much. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, because there's there are four teams in each, you know, division like that, and, and for them, they have the New York Giants, which aren't going to be a good team either, uh, unfortunately. But at least the New York Giants have won the Super Bowl in the last several years. Uh, you have the um, Washington Redskins, and you also have um, the Philadelphia Eagles. So. Wow. Okay, those four so teams, yeah, are pretty much at the bottom. No, no, those four teams are in the same conference. The Dallas team will be at the bottom of those four teams. Okay, well, I predicted <laughs> with Michael Sam that he would not stay with the um, what do you call this? Um, the, the Rams or the huh? Cowboys? The Rams. He would Rams. not stay with the Rams. I predicted that he would definitely be on a team that would be in the bottom five. Now, don't get me wrong, I don't know football, so I, I, I didn't know if I should, I didn't know there were different east, west, you know, divisions. Yeah, North, I just said. Yeah. <laughs> so I, you I, said I, it's going to be on a team that's in the bottom five. Well, but don't take me technically because I don't know sports. No, you I might be right. It. I mean, if that's your prediction, oh. that, that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, based on what really I know yes. about the league. I mean, unfortunately, like Jerry Jones spent a lot of money, you know, on the franchise. So they have this beautiful stadium. They have all this stuff. They just yeah. – yeah, the, the unfortunate thing about Jerry Jones, he's the owner of the team, but he wants to be the general manager as well. And, and you know, in my opinion, my humble opinion, I think he should hire a football guy to do that, somebody who knows the league and knows personnel, because he's been doing it for the last several years, and uh, he's kind of terrible at it. You know, he, It's not that he picks completely wrong players, but between his choices for coach and GM and, and his players, it just hasn't worked out for him. But, you know, now, mind you, they haven't been terrible, but they just haven't been very good either. And, well, you know, a lot of people, well, mm-hmm. I was gonna say, a lot of people I mean, like to blame the quarterback because the quarterback typically is the face of the franchise. I'm probably in the minority when I think their quarterback isn't their problem. They have a lot of problems. The quarterback isn't one of them other than the fact that he doesn't have a lot of blocking and he tends to get hurt. He's had the back surgery, you know, each of the last two years. So that means he's been getting mm-hmm. hit a lot. And when you get mm-hmm. hit a lot, you end up having back surgery in the off season because you, your back is all jacked. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, I mean, we'll I I grew up with the uh, the ambiance of the Dallas Cowboys, and they were amazing. At yes, one point, they were America's team. But that was back when they had Tex Brown and, and 
Tom Landry, and you know they, and and even when uh, Jimmy Jones first bought the team, he had Jimmy Johnson, who was the one who actually built the team that won all the Super Bowls, and you know, and the reason that they fell out is that uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson, who was really the architect of the team, you know, and knew it, didn't want to share the the spotlight with the owner, and you know, the owner is like, you know what, well, I'm important too, and, and they fell out, and next thing you know, here we are, years later, and mm-hmm. the Cowboys haven't really been competitive in years because you have an owner that wants to. He's kind of like like the Raiders had had a guy named Al Davis for years. Al Davis recently passed away, I think, year before last. But for the whole time Al Davis was there, Al Davis actually was a better football guy, and he had you know kept the Raiders mm-hmm. up near the top for years and years and years. But toward the end of his life, he was making bad decisions. Well, Jerry Jones is Al Davis Jr. kind of. I see. He makes bad personnel decisions. And so and until the Cowboys figure that particular scenario out, they probably will mm-hmm. continue not to be the best team because, I mean, I mean, you can just take it to the franchise from the top to the bottom. They need to do some different things in order to be successful. And, and I'm a big believer in that you find – you find you a good football guy, you know, to be your general manager to pick your talent, and you find you a good coach in order to coach your talent, and you work mm-hmm. from there your way down, and you'll get there. I mean, if you look at all the good franchises in the league, they have a, a good personnel guy and they have a good coach, and then they work, they get the talent mm-hmm. to fit the system that they want, and voila. You look at the Seattle team that just won the Super Bowl last year. Uh, they went and got the coach that was the coach at USC winning all the national championships, Pete Carroll, and they also, you know, they got a good football mind as their GM, and then they picked the talent that they fit the system. And voila, <laughs> yeah. here we are. Because there yeah. were years ago, the Seattle Seahawks were kind of the laughing stock of the league, but they're not anymore. And that's Seattle. Seattle, yes. Super Bowl champion. But it's funny you should say that because, again, I grew up with the Giants, being a, that I'm from New York. There was a time when they were the laughing stock. I used to wonder why, because I'm not a sports person, but I just thought it was a waste of space. Like, why have a team if they can't, you know, do anything with it? Well, and see, New York's a different scenario because they have. The, the coach they have has been there a long time and has won two Super Bowls. And, you know, and, and every team has its ups and downs. So I think, you know, right now the Giants are, are going through a down period, but they still have, you know, a decent personnel system. They got a, a, a decent coaching system that would allow them, even if they don't do well this season, they could be back mm-hmm. next season, you know. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. but you have to have those things in place in order to have a possibility of getting there. Yes, and I get that. I hear you. You know, some teams have it, some teams don't. So just getting back to Michael Sam, what does that mean for him? I mean, I'm glad he's on a team. Yeah, it's great for him because he goes to a team that is actually in need of somebody in his position because, you know, one thing you can say about the Cowboys is they are not good at rushing the quarterback. So, you know, in years past, they have had players at those positions, but they've let them all go. So, you know, right now their defense is 
like Swiss cheese. I mean, if you want to score a touchdown, they're the team to play against. You know, we can we can get to the touchdown on, on these guys because they're terrible. You know, they're not like mm-hmm. uh, Seattle or Arizona or San Francisco. They're not going to let you just get a touchdown. Uh, Dallas, you can pretty mm-hmm. much get a touchdown. So that, that gives Michael Sam's opportunity to, I mean, because now the, the, the Dallas team signed him to the practice squad, which means he, he doesn't suit up for game day. But, you know, if you play well in practice, you know, a lot of times, and during the NFL season, players are constantly getting hurt, put on injury reserves. Yeah. So if you're on the practice yeah. squad, that doesn't mean you won't ever play. I mean, you can be pulled up on the practice squad and just all it takes is an injury in the right place or, or a personnel decision by the team to move a player out. Because, you yeah. know, unlike basketball and baseball where you have, you know, guaranteed contracts, Typically in the NFL, you don't. So, you know, a team mm-hmm. could look at a player today and say, you know what, you know, this is not working out. Now, mind you, they still, they, they still may have to pay that player some of their money, but it, mm-hmm. it's easier to get rid of a player in those leagues than it is in, like, Major League Baseball. All right. I thought I read somewhere um, the email that you sent out that um, – when I did my own research, I thought I read somewhere that he possibly can play, maybe not in the first game, but within the first five games, he, he could be slated to play. Well, he could play. That's, that's what I'm saying. He, because he's on the practice squad means that right now he's not suiting up for the games. But because the team he's playing on doesn't have a whole lot of talent at his position, the, the coaching yeah, staff may make a, a decision to say, well, we're going to move this guy up and put him on the regular squad because he might be able to, you know, because if he shows himself in practice to be better than everybody else, heck, we need to put him in because the guys that are there aren't they need the quarterback because his job is, is, is he's – what Michael Sam does is he rushes the quarterback, you know, and um, he's not good in coverage. He, he, you know, he's not an all-around player. But that one aspect of the game, he's really good at. So, you know, a team like Dallas, they actually need that. Whereas a team like the Rams, the Rams got, you know, 10 other guys that can do the same thing and better. So, you know, it just depends. you got to go to the right system. And right now, Dallas was about the best place that he could go if he wants to play. So, so good for I have a question for you. Get, get, yeah, it is good for him. I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm, you know, I um, the only other thing I have with Michael Sam in terms of, because remember I told you, like, um, having these discussions with you, in case the public doesn't realize one of the reasons why I brought Malcolm on is because I like to do um, predictive outcomes on some sports stuff as well, right? And so because you have, such a vast knowledge in sports and politics, it really, really helps fine-tune my ear. Always do great predictive outcomes on sports. So with Manti Teo, although I don't think I'm wrong about that kid, Manti Teo. I really do believe that he knew a lot of this stuff. I think he needed some attention, but between his PR people, they shut that right down, which is great. Um, you said he knew? He, are you saying that he... Are you saying that he, he knew? knew sorry. Yes. He knew that the, the 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 boy was not a. I mean, sorry, the girl was not a girl, but really a boy. Yes, he knew. But wow. that's 
from a predicted place. Right? Yeah, it's, it's from a predicted place, so I'm going to be fair to him because it was able to get squashed. Um, his name got brought up recently because of that Josh guy that um, jumped off the balcony. His name got brought back up and, and into that Josh scandal. Um, what? I, I'm, I'm sorry, what? What? What, what did she just say? Somebody jumped the off guy, a balcony? The, yeah, the USB. I think it was USB, and he jumped off the balcony to escape his girlfriend. We talked about it already. Oh, yeah, Josh Shaw. Yeah, okay, yeah. What about Josh him? Shaw. When he made up his story, which was hilarious, about saving his nephew, which was hilarious. Like, I, yeah. I think if yeah. you lie, go big. I, I believe no, that I, if you're going to... I would say just the opposite if you're going to lie, make it inconspicuous because you're already going to have, I mean, especially a person in his position, he was a starting cornerback for the USC Trojans. I know. Do not make up a bad, a grandiose story because if people are going to look at it. Make it sound so stupid that nobody cares. Because <laughs> when, when you make it big, Tracy, people are going to want to, they want to know more. So that's exactly don't go what happened. That's exactly what happened. I, I, I was being facetious. I was being facetious. I, I actually oh, agree okay. with well, you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad. Because no, I'm like, no, no. That's, that's, don't ever do that. I mean, you can do – actually, nobody should ever make up big lies because it just makes people more suspicious. They, they want to know more. And, you know, if you want to lie, just little white lies will work for you. I mean, because you're telling these big, grandiose stories. It's a problem. <laughs> don't, don't stop. No, and I totally agree because that big lie led to him becoming a hero and that the media was like, oh, my God, he's got a hero in USC, and and it turned out to be a nightmare for him. Um, But with that being said, then everybody went back to Manti Teo, and they were like, well, you know, let's talk about, let's bring this up again, and I'm going to stand by my predictive outcome, which is he knew. Well, okay. I mean, I I, I don't know. Uh, he's been playing pretty well for his team, so I actually forgot yeah. about all of that. To be honest with you, you I know, agree. Because it's all about, that's it really comes back to it's all about the football, and, and so he got drafted by San Diego, and I'm sure he's been happy to just be out there playing on the team and that's right. trying to trying to help that team be successful because they're they're not a bad team. They just happen to play in the same division as Denver, so. No, kind of bad and you're right. Down. He got on the team, and you you haven't heard anything about him. No, since. unless you just except that he recently got him. tied well, into this job guy. How did he get tied into him? I mean, because I don't even it was like well, they never played for the same team. They they don't play the same position. Because it, it went back to it went back to the lie. Like it went back to you know. Well, actually, we also had Nancy Teo, who had this situation. You know, it just came up all of a sudden. They got, oh, they got tied yeah. together in terms of this story, this big story for both of them. Um, well, it was a story. You know, I mean, it, it, I mean, cause my memory serves me correctly. It is odd that you are dating this woman for years that turns out to be a guy that you didn't know was a guy. But how are you dating them? And, you were, I see all that stuff is a little deep for me because I don't even understand, you know, exactly. that whole idea of being in love with somebody you never even laid eyes on. That's a little weird I, to me. But 
I get it. And and then she dies of cancer. We have to throw cancer into it. And cancer's big. Cancer's a big story. Cancer's yeah, big. Yeah. So he threw cancer into it, or they did, or however this grandiose story came out. I mean, it just became a nightmare. And he almost didn't live it down. Well, he almost did. Well, it, it certainly affected his draft status because he was projected to go a lot higher. And he didn't go as high as he could have, which means that you don't make the money that you could make. You know, now mind you, oh. he gets a rookie contract. You know, then they'll pay him based on his work. But you know, when you come into any mm. professional sports league, you know, you you kind mm. of the higher you get drafted, the more money you make. So if you're the number one draft choice, you know, it's just like a sliding scale. So your money is just there's nothing. You know, it's just negotiable, but not that much. Not not that negotiable. So. You know, based on yeah. where your pick really determines what you're paying. Now, you know, if you drop far enough in the draft, they just kind of pay you what they pay you, and, and you know, it's like there's rookie minimums that they get. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, mind you, once you start paying, playing, you know, and you, you play well, you know, the team has an incentive to start signing you for big money because there's a player on the, uh, the Houston Texans that just received a huge contract, but he deserved every bit of it because he's been a beast the entire time he's in the league. And, you know, I, mm-hmm. I think it's, he, he's one of the highest-paid defensive players in the league now. Just, but he should be because he's been the best defensive player in the league for years. You know, so but here's the, the team thing. finally got around the plan, pan. But here's the thing, Malcolm. That brings me back to Josh Shaw, which when it's time for him, hopefully, to hit the NFL, this history, this story is going to come up. So it all Oh, without a doubt. This is, is, is going to this is, is. is going to haunt him, general managers, that are the very NFL teams because they're, mm. they're interested. They want quality guys. They want guys with good character. Right. You know, you know they right. want vicious guys, don't get me wrong, but they want guys with good character because, you know, as much as the NFL is about playing, it's also about PR. So they want mm. they, they don't want somebody who's going to come in and give them a black eye. They have enough of that going already. So, uh they're just trying to – it's going to be a problem for them, I would say that. It's going to, it, I agree. And all of this conversation is actually bringing me to – and I maybe I should have told you, but um, Richie Incognito. Richie Incognito, yeah. I know who Richie yeah. Incognito is, yeah. And he, what team did he originally play for? He played for the Miami Dolphins. He's the, the one Miami, that was, uh, I know it's flying. Yeah. Yeah. He was the one who was who was tasing one of the double linemen, apparently, allegedly. And the the other linemen quit the team basically because he was getting abused too much. And you know and they were you know, they have you know, the league found out that there were text messages going back to these guys, you know, almost three assisted it. Just weird math stuff, right? So mm-hmm. The one guy got let out of his contract with the team. You know, I think they finally ended up, you know, trading him or parting ways with him somehow. And he's on another team. And then uh, Richie Incognito ended up getting suspended. And you know, but he's trying to come back this year, trying to make the team. He was a decent player. He's a dirty player now. There are most of the players, you know, because he's an offensive lineman. And, and being an offensive lineman is a tough job because it's. it's is grunt work. So these are very big mm. men, and they're constantly mm. grabbing, grabbing each other. And, and you know, an offensive lineman's job is, 
protect the quarterback and protect the running back on his team. Mm. Okay. It's, it's, it's a grunt job, and it's rough, and, and sometimes you have to be a little mean, but Richie Incognito always took it to the next level. He's one of these guys, those fighting players on the ground, just nasty. Just not a nice Was guy. he really? Really? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I looked at his, his status. You know, he's a big guy, don't get me wrong, like really, really big guy. And he, yeah. um, but when I, when I did also did a predictive outcome on him, too. Um, I did not see him going back. I did not see him staying with the Miami Dolphins, without a doubt. Oh, no, that's over. <laughs> well, well, I mean, at the there. time. No, oh, okay. but at the time, right, at the time he was just suspended. You know, so this is going back during that Last, episode. And, yeah, that was, yeah. And since I don't keep up with sports, I, I forgot to keep checking back. And then he came up with the news recently, right? It looks to me he's trying to get signed somewhere. Now, out of fairness, again, you know sports. I don't know sports, but I did this in the reading. I actually liked Incognito, and I thought the other guy, I thought he was a little bit of a punk. And, and the reason why I thought he was a punk, because I, I just felt like he could have had some conversation in-house. I didn't understand why all of this had to go public. Well, and, and, and who knows? I, I, again, I wasn't there. Um, it, it, it just, you know, you're right. Maybe this is something that could have taken care of. They could have taken care of in-house. Apparently, whatever it was, the, the other player's name was Jonathan Martin, and, and he just felt yeah. he, he had to go. Now, mind you, uh, Incognito's trying to get on. You know, he was he was going in the preseason. He was trying to get on with uh, what team was that? Uh, I want to say the Colts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't look like he was gonna. You know, unfortunately didn't look like he was going to make the team because they, you know, a lot of these teams, they're fixed at certain positions, and, and sometimes they don't want to bring in a guy that potentially could cause them problems, you know, PR problems. Wow. See, that's unfortunate. So he's still it is because, Well, I mean, now, mind you, he had a, rec- a reputation as being kind of a dirty player, so you got that going on too. You know, not okay. just this wasn't all in a little fishbowl. It was just him and Jonathan Martin. There was a lot of other things going on there. I so, get it. Okay. I mean, now, but keep in mind, keep in mind, this is a big guy, and and he's a experienced NFL lineman. So there's not right. a whole lot of these guys walking on the planet. It's just like when Michael Vick had got kicked out of football, and I remember talking to a guy back then. He was like, "Well, Michael Vick mm-hmm. can never get another chance," and I was like. Are you crazy? You know, we got to understand that certain people have certain skill levels. And when you have a professional sports league, there's not that many guys that are capable of playing in it. And if you have a guy who's proven that he can do it, um, there's going to be a team out there at some point that may need his services. I'm not saying Hickon Needle's going to get a job tomorrow. You know, it might take him. And the longer he's out of the league, it's going to be more problematic for him. But keep in mind, he does have NFL skills, and he's proven NFL skills. Mm. So is there a possibility that there's a team out there that will, will use him? Yeah, because, you know, 
the reason he's not playing is not due to injury, because that's usually what takes players out of the league is injury. He's not yeah. hurt. He just got a bad mm-hmm. rep. Can he still play? Yeah, he can still play. Now he's dirty and he bites and scratches and stuff. <laughs> but, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, he can play the position. And, you know, there are teams out there that are terrible and they need a guard or a center, which is what he plays. And, you know, he's proven he can do it. And you're talking about you, you ended, he proved he could do it, and you met Michael Vick. That's how you ended it. Oh, Michael Vick proved he could do it years ago. Michael Vick is now the uh, – he's the backup quarterback on the New York Jets. But uh, and mm. he might end up being the starting quarterback on the New York Jets before the season is out. So Michael Vick but, – but, again, Michael Vick was a guy who had a, a certain skill set. And there's not yes. a lot of people on the planet that can do what he does. You know, so yeah. when you're at that, that level of proficiency, there's going to be a job for you potentially someplace. Yeah, I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand. That's so that's so for right now, Incognito has not been signed anywhere. As of right now, he's, you know, he's not on anybody's roster. Could he end up mm-hmm. on somebody's roster? I think there's a – I mean, because – we also talk about, you know, these offensive linemen. The, the, they had the first NFL game on, on Thursday night. It was the Seattle Seahawks and the Green Bay Packers. And one of the Green Bay Packers offensive linemen tore his ACL. Done for the okay. season. Done. So, mm. you know, so it depends on who they have as a backup. But like I said, there's only so many guys walking the planet that fit the bill that could, you know, walk into an NFL team and play. And, you know, Richie Richie Incognito is one of those guys. He can still play. So the season season started Thursday night. The first night, uh, one of their main guys, one of their premier offensive linemen goes down for the season. So is there a chance that he could play? Yeah, there's a real good chance somebody will pick him up. Okay. All right. Well, I have hope for him because it also looks like when he was going to the scandal that there's, there's definitely some regret and he may even come back a better changed athlete. Potentially. I mean, some people learn lessons, some people don't. I mean, I'm not sure if he's one of them, but, uh, you know, the thing about being an athlete in this country is, you know, when these guys, these guys are brought up most of their lives and, and a lot of these guys are coddled. So, you know, their, their behavior is, is something that's kind of never questioned. So they they get away with a lot of stuff the average Joe does not get away with. So you know when you're in that in that environment, you're used to just doing whatever the heck you want to do, and people just have to accept it. Maybe he's learned a lesson and maybe he'll you know, pull back. We'll see. Well, he's got to get on the team for that to be seen. So that's my like Chris. Because my, it's for some reason, I'm partial to him, and I don't know why. Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a winner. Uh, I can't say I'm partial to him, but, I mean, I, he's a player. So um, we'll see how it all works out for him. You know, it's... You know, like I say, the, the the jury is out. You know, except for the fact that I'm sure he does want to get on somebody's team. Now, mind you, yeah. the other guy, Jonathan Martin, well, he he uh-huh. actually landed with uh, the San Francisco 49ers. So, 
formally charge them. Because when you get arrested, you know, at some point the district attorney decides whether they want to charge you or not. So he's not being charged. And so that makes a huge difference. If you're not charged, it's kind of hard for the league to say, well, just because you're arrested, you know, this is that. So that that's why okay. he hasn't been. That's why the league hasn't been, hasn't gone forward with him. And the team, because the team has the same policy as the league. You know, if, you got, if you've done this stuff, we got a problem with it. But yeah. Okay. You're also talking about a team that actually is having some issues along its defense because, um, and they really need him there. Yeah, but we can't play that game. And I get it. I get it. But we can't play that. We can't be like, we really need well, him. And, you know, yeah, but if you're the coach of the that. team, you might want to play that game. Because, yeah, but, it's, but, but Tracy, if you're the coach of the team, you might want to play that game. <laughs> because, you know, as the team goes, so goes your job. So if you're the coach of the team and the team plays terribly, who gets fired first? The coach. So, but Malcolm, you know, if so, there's going to be some rules, if there's going to be some rules, we have to stick to the rules. But I do get there's because that was my question. I knew this was going to come up, but I didn't think it was going to come up so fast. Like, who's the guy? The name of the guy that dragged his um, wife, fiance, out of the elevator? That was Ray Rice. Ray. Now he is. That was Ray. Yeah. Both him and his wife were charged, and, and he was convicted misdemeanor. So the league was able to. That's Discipline him based on yeah. that. That's different. Okay. And I'm I'm fine. Like, I just want to know the technicality. So he was charged. I get it. I'm clear. In this case, he has not been charged as of yet. I get it. I'm clear. He has, and not, so, been, he has not been charged. Unless we move forward in the legal system, it would be a shame to take away his career so early on. I get it. If he well, does yeah, get charged, I, I, then they have to implement the six. Well, the league says the league says this employee is guilty. So not only does he have to be charged, he has to be found guilty for the league to step down. That's what I'm reading right now. The league says he has to be found guilty. So, and to me, that's fair enough because if you go through the court system and the court system finds you guilty, I mean, because the court system could find him not guilty. And then you take away his livelihood, and it's like, but uh, but they found me not guilty. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. I I can. I, I'm 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 on the same page. I I just wanted to dissect it to figure out exactly what the league was saying, what the athletes are doing, and what does it matter. I would not be in full agreement of anything if the 49ers were like, well, no matter what he did, we need him because he's our product. That I don't want to hear, but I do get the technicality of it, and that's what I was asking you to, like, explain a little further so I can be clear in my head. Because there's going to be more of these cases. Um, well, you know, and, and the league is cracking down on a lot of different things. You know, they have, you know, their substance abuse policies, and, you know, there was a player mm-hmm. for the um, Denver Broncos that was suspended recently. You know, he, he was having concussion issues, but, because they said he tested positive for uh, amphetamine, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so there was a report that went, you know, during a Kentucky Derby this past year, he was out there and he was out there tripping and doing some things. And the guy's name is Wes Walker, right? Played for the Denver mm-hmm. Broncos. And he got suspended by the league. And he's saying, 
I didn't take anything because there was a report said that he had taken Molly. And he's like, I don't even know what a Molly is. I, I couldn't tell you what it looks like. And mm. I didn't take any Molly. So mm. he thinks he's claiming that the, the, the lead substance abuse testing is faulty and that somehow he ended up with a dirty test that he didn't deserve. So mm. that also will come out in the wash. You know, it, it, you know I don't know how he's going to prove that what they came up with wasn't, you know, because apparently during that period of time there was reports that he had some odd behavior going on. But, you know, he's, he's claiming that maybe somebody put something to one of his drinks because he doesn't I, take drugs. But, but Malcolm, that wouldn't surprise me. Molly is prevalent, and I think you could do anything. I mean, I don't know about you, but back in the day when I used to go clubbing with my girls, if I left my drink behind and went to go dance, I couldn't come back to that drink. Well, everybody knows you don't just leave open drinks out there. That's, I think that's, <laughs> that goes back but a I, long way. But I think but we know now, it now, but we didn't know it back in the day. And so me being a non-drug taker, my understanding mm-hmm. of what a molly is, what do you think a molly is? I don't know because Sean tells me that he takes Molly all the time and he's explained it to me and I get confused. I'll text him and see if he'll tell me. <laughs> well, okay, because so, I was always told that Molly is an ecstasy, right? And I just looked it up and that's, it, it, it confirms that that's what it is, ecstasy. So, but what's ecstasy? Ecstasy is, well, I don't know. I've never taken it. I've had it described to me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's the kind of ecstasy is the one that makes you kind of a little. Uh, it makes you high, right? That's why it's called ecstasy. No, it's the one that, that kind of it, it makes you a little bit more open to the. Um, how do I want to put this <laughs> and not be completely wrong? You know, it, it's more sexually kind of. You want to have a really good time. Makes you open to a lot of stuff. How's that? Yeah, makes you open to a makes you open to a lot of stuff. It is an. So if you take ecstasy, you'll be a little bit more sexual. That's kind of what I was always told. That's not the purpose of taking ecstasy. I can't imagine. Oh, I want to take ecstasy so I could be more sexual. It has to be something else. Well, I said increases a sense of intimacy and diminishes anxiety. That's oh. what it says. I'm just I'm reading it off the, you know. <laughs> okay, so Funny. if you're saying that Molly is an offshoot of ecstasy, Molly is ecstasy. It's not an offshoot. <laughs> it is. It's a street name for it. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm reading. I mean, I could be wrong, I, but that's what I was told oh. anyway. I had been told that years ago. Hold on. Let me tell you that um, first. Let me just go back to one spiritual witch who, when we were talking about my videos early on, and she said, "I love your videos. You're being your honest self." When I was telling you, I feel like maybe I need to auto-correct myself, but she was saying. And she loves them because I am being my honest self. And she goes, I feel you should stand by your opinion on what you see, Miss Tracy. And I, I, I appreciate that, one spiritual witch. And 
and I probably will. <laughs> I'm trying to decide, like, how I'm going to stand in my video. Like, I just think I'm getting more out there, and I didn't know if that was a good thing because some people have been complaining. However, Lavender says, Molly is ecstasy. It's a trans drug that was originally, oh, wow, that it was originally developed for heart trouble. Really? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So, NFL player that got caught out there with bad urine, what did the league do to him? They suspended him because that's what the league does to everybody. <laughs> how long was he suspended for? Oh, God, how long was he suspended for? I think six games, four games. Well, it's my understanding, and Lavender is on the line, and Lavender's a scientist. She's young, she's in her 20s, but, you know, she is a scientist, and I think we talked about this last week. Um, there's a way to test, test, retest, to see if this is a habit of his. Like, I can't imagine that he didn't have enough money to go to somebody and do much more extensive testing results. Not that it would make a difference. Because bad well, urine no, is bad urine. You got to understand that. Okay, the league periodically tests. You know, you don't get a whole. You don't get any warning. They show up. You got to do it. it. It's a done deal. Yes. So you can fight it. And which he, you know, he's he's saying, I, I didn't do this. I mm-hmm. you know I want to I want to see this stuff change. This is not right. But mm-hmm. he's got a four game suspension. There's not a whole lot you can do about that. Hmm. He can appeal it, and, you know, I guess based on the appeal, the league might let him play, but, you know, as of right now, he's not playing tomorrow. He will not be on the sideline. And when you say as of tomorrow, all the games, they've begun at this point. Well, right, well, the, the first game of the NFL season was Thursday night, but all the rest of the games start tomorrow. Sunday, I Sunday. Get it. and he, he will not be there. He, he will miss the first game. He will not That's be playing. That's a shame. Yeah. Now, now, Lavender says, Molly, wait, now Lavender says, she goes, you test the metabolics. It shows how long ago he did drugs and how much of the residue is in his system. So there is a way to well, show that if it was a one bad night, there is something that they can prove. At, at, at the very least, that he's not an ongoing, ongoing user, but I don't well, know if that really makes a difference if it's just in the no, blood no, as well. The league, the, league the league doesn't care. You know, if you got a bad test, you got a bad test. So uh, mm-hmm. it might mitigate your, it might mitigate your you know, level of suspension, but it's not going to mitigate a suspension. You're not going to play. Yeah. They're, they're really trying to, they're really trying to point guys out. That's why they test them in the off season because this this test was done in May. This test wasn't uh-huh. done last week or the week before. They're just announcing it now. So uh-huh. when it gets near season, it's like, okay, now we're going to suspend you. So you can't suspend oh. in the off season. It doesn't matter. You know, you oh, so I get it. You can't play I get now. It. Even during your off season, they want you clean. Yes. Across the board. Yes. So, I, mean, I get it. In off season, you know, that, you know, because it falls under a performance-enhancing drug, although I don't know how that enhances your performance, but it, it falls under 
Um, and I'll post when his first blog is up. Right, Malcolm? Sure thing, Tracy. <laughs> I read his first blog, uh, and I was impressed. Thank you. I thought it was really, really good. And his first blog is going to be entitled The Ray Rule, which has to do with domestic violence. And I think you, you came up with that. You coined that, didn't you? Uh, yes, I've never heard it anywhere else, but it just made sense to me. I love it. <laughs> um, um, listen, this is this is my rule of thumb, and this is, you know, for anyone that's listening, you know, make your mark in the world, right, before you die. And I don't care if you're going to die tomorrow or if you don't die until you're 88, 90. I don't care. Make your mark in the world. Show the world that you were here. So... I love the fact that you coined this NFL issue and the domestic um, problem that is coming up a lot more lately, the Ray Rule. And it'll get posted, and you guys will see, like, how Malcolm came up with that. So I was impressed. It's really good. So I just wanted to tell you this, Tracy. Uh, I remember when when I first met you, you had this idea about Dunkin' Donuts, right? Yes. And and you saw that the Dunkin' Donuts actually opened the place in Santa Monica. So yes. I'm, I'm hoping that that'll make you happy, and that you know now you can go to a real Dunkin' Donuts that's in the state of I'm, California. I'm ecstatic. I'm so happy. Like Malcolm, it brings tears to my eyes. Wow! Really? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, yes. I remember Dunkin' Donuts. It never brought tears to my face. I thought of you when I saw the report that they were opening this one. I was like, wow, this this will make trade I'm actually Duncan planning Donuts. to go there tomorrow. I am ecstatic. I'm so happy. It's for me, it's home. Like when I when I travel home and I get off the plane, I make a beeline to the food the food stand to get a cup of um Dunkin' Donuts coffee. It's the first thing I have to do. I don't want to see relatives. I'm not trying to get home. I'm trying to get a cup of coffee from my hometown, from Duncan's Donuts. So. Well, and, and, and hopefully it will be up to your expectations. You know, there's like some things that, that come from someplace else, they get here and not quite what they could be. But Duncan Donuts is Duncan Donuts, and I, I'm sure – they, you know, because they said they're, this is going to be the first of many they're going to open. So, and, well, and, and the I day they opened it, the day they opened it, there was like a line around the corner. So I was uh, amazed. It was like five in the morning, and people were lined up to the truck and donuts. I thought that was crazy. Wait, I oh, did I go to New York and bring you? Did I? Oh, maybe I never gave it to you. I never gave you a bag of Dunkin' Donuts coffee. No, but uh, last time I was in Vegas, I got some, and it it, it, it tasted like coffee to me. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You know what? I think I I remember specifically buying you coffee and putting it in my suitcase when I traveled to New York a couple of years ago. But I remember 
when I got back, I remember clearly when I got back, the bag had opened up. Oh, okay. Well, so. I was going to say, it might still be in your suitcase because it never gets. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I, I, I remember I wound up giving you something else instead, like some teddy bear or something from New York. Okay. In any case. I did. I had coffee for you, but it opened up. No, you don't know. You don't know coffee. You don't know. Okay. I drink sugary coffee, so I do know coffee. I was going to say, I I know the coffee that you buy is really, really good. It really is. And I'm not going to take that from you because I'm funny about coffee. Um, Dunkin' Donuts is on the same line as the coffee you buy. It's just good coffee. I'm going to take your word for that, you know. Um, and it's again, nothing they're, they're like Starbucks, nothing like coffee bean. It's a regular Joe. It's different. It's a regular Joe. It's the kind of coffee well, you want to wake up in the morning. Coffee, so I, don't, yeah, I, I, I don't even understand the Starbucks model, so I, I just know I don't people go there. <laughs> I don't get the whole Starbucks thing. And coffee bean, you know, I, I'll set up a coffee better. bean. Slightly better, slightly better. But if you really, really want a good cup of joe, there's a, there's a big difference. <laughs> you should make it yourself. <laughs> if you want a good cup of coffee, make it yourself. You have a better chance. <laughs> okay, we got the laughter in there. So. <laughs> Malcolm, Dunkin' Donuts. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, All right, you enjoy your, your enjoy your Dunkin' Donuts, and uh, uh, I'll let you later, Tracy. Thank you. Have a good weekend. I will. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye bye. All right, Psychic America. That was Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, and this is the Psychic Hour. Hi, Michael, for you on the line. Hi, it's Mary Lou. Hello. Hi. Mary Lou. Hi, Mary Lou. How are you? I'm good. I didn't call in on Skype, so you wouldn't recognize me. Sorry. Actually, I have a telephone number that shows up. This is... Yeah, I, um, I was carrying my phone around instead of my computer. Uh, oh, so you're typing from your phone. Yeah, I'm calling from my phone. Oh, good, 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 good. So, Mary Lou, uh, update me. What's going on? I'm working on the house at the moment. It's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> and um, I was hoping to get a reading. Absolutely. Give me a question. I hate asking questions. I always like to see what comes up. Is this that's better for my development? Yeah, that's not better for me, though. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's a radio show, so it's, okay. you know, right. something so, to on. <laughs> okay. If you pay for it, we'll do it your way. <laughs> All right. So can you look at my personal life? Give me a better question than that. Be Okay, put it in a follow-up question. Is there somebody around? Can you look at my love life and see if there will be any developments in the near future? Okay. And is there anybody around you? I'm pulling the cards now. Do you have somebody in your life Nobody. 
nobody is present in my life at the moment. Oh. Oh, seven. Eight. One. Ten. Mary Lou and your love life. <clears throat> any, any children? Yes. Oh, you do have children. How old are they? Uh, seven and eleven. Okay, so they're young. A, a, a child shows up here, which is the reason why I asked if you have children. And and I'm asking about your love life. It's a little weird. So I'm trying to figure out why the child is showing up here. Oh, there's love coming to you. There is love coming to you. I don't want you to beat me up. It does look like it's online. Don't beat me up. Are you online right now? No. Okay. It looks to me like there's something coming through and it's online. Okay. So I, I would invite you to go online. I'm looking at maybe some past history that's showing up here. Um I get the three of swords, which tells me there's been some heartache, and and this looks like the recent past, you know. And the ten of swords tells me that you were in a relationship that maybe you stayed in way too long. Um, I get your past relationship. I get that you were maybe kind and generous to him. How long ago was your last relationship? When was my last relationship? I was married. Oh, okay. And when was the divorce? How long ago? The divorce was 2007. It's been a while. It's been a while. And from 2007 to 2014, there was not a relationship in between? Because I get something here that just took you down. It could be your marriage, but I'm wondering if between 2007 and 2014, was there somebody else that came along that didn't fit the bill? but maybe you put a lot into this person. Uh, someone came along. We didn't date. You did not That's date? Weird. Not really. No. You'll be surprised in my world what's not weird. No. I, I, did you kind of, was there some sort of support out there? Did you support him? I don't know what we didn't date means, but I feel like you were more generous than he was. Yeah, we're friends. You're a friend. Okay, maybe that's what it was. You were friends, but you didn't date. Were you forced to walk away from him? Because I get the eight of cups, which tells me you were forced to walk away. Yeah. I also get that it hurt. It hurt you that it could not develop into something more. Did he have a sharp tongue? Was there something about no. him? And he did not have a sharp tongue. Because I get the eight of cups no. that tells me. Okay. All right. No, I appreciate that. I apologize. My ex-husband uh-huh. had a sharp. Oh. Okay. All right. I don't think I'm picking up your ex-husband's energy. I'm picking up the one after your ex-husband. Um, let me just let you know that whatever is, could still be there in terms of wondering about him, I want to be able to offer up you did the right thing by walking away. I feel like this became more and more painful. The more you stayed in it, the more painful it was. How long was this friendship? Um, 
probably seven years. Oh, wow. So it's a pain. You have to walk away. Um, so let me just put this aside because that relationship is showing up really, really strong, which tells me maybe you're not really over it. Seven years is a long time for a friendship that I feel like you wish you could have, it could have gone further. It didn't, and now you're looking for new love. So new love is out there for you. Make no bones about it, new love. Not a friendship, new love. This is a relationship. This is somebody that's coming in because he wants the same thing that you want. Um, the way I'm getting it, and I could be wrong, but the way I'm getting it is you may have to go online and find it. Okay. Um, I'm getting that this guy is somewhat lonely. I, I do believe he has children. Um, I don't think he has contact with his children. And maybe that's why when you come along, it's about life coming back into his life via children. And I feel like he's going to say, oh, I have a son, you know, myself, or I have a daughter myself. He could also have two children, but I'm getting one in particular that he's like, oh, my God, I wish, I wish, because I feel like something was taken from him. Um, I'm getting that he's passionate, very, very passionate, but he con- he's containing, he's controlling he figures that if he shows it, people use him. So, okay. with that being said, I would definitely encourage you to try an online site. What state are you calling from? Uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Okay. Um, I would encourage you to try an online site because that's where he's at. Okay. And if you if you try it, he's apt to show up between now and the new year. Okay. So it's a you know the potential for you to have a love in your life is extremely high. Okay. And the one All that's right. a friend. And the one that's a friend will never be anything else, right? Yeah, I should check that real quick for you, which is why I said be specific. <laughs> yeah, can you check that one? Yes. <laughs> I'll check it. I'll just check the friend relationship. What's going on there? What's going on with this friend for seven years? for victory, not without some sacrifice, not without a little bit of more time for some personal growth of his. Um, My biggest obstacle that I'm getting here in terms of this guy is that you can see it. He doesn't 100% see it for himself. So there's some change that's required. 
um, and I feel like it's spiritual change. It's like a come to Jesus moment. It's like I like aha, uh, Oprah's aha moment. Um, I think that I think there's hope. I really do. I think there's hope. I get the eight to one, so there's definitely some hope. But my concern in terms of hope is you waiting for him and not exploring who needs you. So you're waiting for him, and yet he's not giving. And if you don't wait for him, you'll find somebody that is, like, giving you an outpouring of love, an outpouring of support, and wants to, like, be in your company, you know? Mm-hmm. So the answer to the question is, my biggest concern with this guy of seven years that change is required, he knows it, but he doesn't know how to do it, and he's not fully cognitive about what it is that he needs to be doing, right? And mm-hmm. and and there's a big sacrifice from your like like you're the generous person, you're the kind person, you're 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 willing to throw everything in to be there for him, which is great, but you're also not a carpet. Like, don't make yourself a carpet. And so this other guy comes along, and this other guy is like, he's like, let's do this, let's do that, let's hang out, let's go to the movies, let's, you know, go I don't know where. And, and this one wants to show you what you want to show him. Yeah, that's always the way, isn't it? But it doesn't have to be. And that's what I'm trying to say. It doesn't have to be. Like, turn to the person that likes you. Turn to the person that wants to be in your space. Turn to that person. Let this one be. Let this one allow this one to do himself and and pray. Prayer always works. So just pray for him. But as far as for you, like, turn around. Go to the light and pick the guy like he's holding his hand out to you. Pick that guy. So mm-hmm. go find him. And I usually don't tell people go find their man, but in your case, you feel like he's online, go find him because you, the universe wants to give you love now. They want to give you a good man. This man is waiting for a good woman. So... Make the effort, and this guy just shows up. Don't make the effort, and you're staying in this muck of this seven-year relationship um, that it's not that it's not going anywhere, but today it's not going anywhere. So go ahead and find. Yeah. All right, Mary Lou? Yes, thank you. You're welcome, honey. Keep me posted. <laughs> Nothing much ever happened, so. Well, have a I little will. faith. Have, have a little faith. Sometimes nothing much never happens because we're fixated on what we want. And I'm trying to dispel all of that for you. Don't look to the seven-year relationship. Turn around. And it's you that needs to make the changes. So go ahead and make some changes. Look online. Take your time. Don't expect, you know, if you go on online, every date is going to be the perfect guy. The lemons always show up. The stinky hole and the lemons, stinky hole for men, the lemons for women that have a bad thing 
bastards, <laughs> show up for the women, you know, and you know can the I, difference. You know it feels right. So, you know, when, uh, I, got a, I got a line of people that really, really oh, want to okay. get to all of them. Are you on Twitter? No, I, I'm on Twitter. I don't use it. I got to learn well, to start. I don't like learn to, do. to start. Learn to start because I'm on Twitter and I like to be everyone's cheerleader. I don't. I don't do reading on Twitter. Sometimes people come on and they're like, "Hey, Tracy, got a question for you?" And sometimes I just don't respond. But um, join Twitter or Facebook. I don't care. On Facebook, I'm Psychic Tracy Brown. On Twitter, I'm at Pop Culture Psychic. P S Y C K. That's how it's spelled. Psychic. Um, and. You know, that's just a way that we can communicate further. Okay. All right. All right, honey? <laughs> All right. Okay. Take it easy. Okay. Bye. Bye. 917, you're on the line. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Elle. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I missed you last week. What happened? Ah, uh, sorry. Your boyfriend was... stopped you. Your husband, your husband stopped you. My husband. Um, I actually, I think I was, uh, I have no idea, running around, and I think I just lost track of time and trying to figure things out here. But how are you? Not bad. Not bad. Thanks for asking. Good. I'm glad. You um, sound so much better. I actually like the tone of your voice. You sound, you sound good. Thank you. It's so funny. Every time we talk, like, I, you really hear my tone, and you you know where I'm at in life with my do. voice. I do. I do. I know where you're at. Just tell me your voice. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. So um, what's going on? Well, I wanted to know, so I stayed um, in the States for work, and my husband went back to Europe, and I wanted to know, like, What's up with him? Like, is he gonna come back? Like, how's he gonna? How's he doing over there? Is he gonna grow a little bit? Like, <laughs> because I stayed. Let's take a look. So we're just gonna check into yeah. his his spirit. All right. Well, Thank you. You're welcome. Well, he's with family right now, which is probably a good thing. That crowns him. He's with family right now. He's with family right now. He, there's a couple things that going on. He either wants to come back or he wants you to come there. Um, right. Right. Um, I feel like he's going to give you an ultimatum. What? Because uh, well, he knows he has to come back for work, too, and he knows I'm working here. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of ultimatum? Mm. Um, he has to come back here for work. Yeah, he has to like he has to move here because there's nothing there for him. He just wants oh, to because I of comfort. Move here yeah. just to work. I get it. I get it. 
Um, yeah. There's an ultimatum coming. Hold on a second. He wants to come back. Um, I just feel like with you guys in different countries that the control is taken away from him. He doesn't like uh, that. He likes, yeah, he likes control. Uh, you know, he's one, okay, he, he's one of those guys that shows his manhood, like speaks manly, shows his manhood um, to you, to you. Right. And being in different countries, he can't do that. And, and that yeah. makes for him to be a little bit, um, like he's going to, it bubbles, it builds, it builds, it builds, it builds, it builds, and then he makes an ultimatum. So I feel like the ultimatum has to do with, um, uh, yeah, I, I hear you when you say that he knows he has to come back here. I hear that. I'm just right. concerned as to how all that gets to work out for you both. And if it doesn't okay. settle in, if things don't settle in well, where he fits in when he comes, if he, I'm, excuse me, I'm looking if, if, if it doesn't settle in, and how, what I mean by that is it would be different if you actually had a place and he had a place, then it would be different. But you guys okay. are kind of bouncing. You're kind of all over the place. And he wants yeah. to be a man. Right. And he right. wants to be a man. And now he's losing control. Um, so there's an ultimatum coming. Ironically, the ultimatum is to get back to Italy. Ironically. For me to get and back. And sounds for, Huh? For me to get back to Italy. Mm-hmm. That's, it comes in the form of a... Well... If you're working, then that's a little different, but only in terms of what are you doing? Are you getting us an apartment? Like, you see the things he's going to say? Like, then you better do this. You better do that. Because ultimately, in order for him to come back, you guys have to be in a healthy, contained space for the couple, right? Right, right. Which, and, and if those dynamics don't occur, then I feel like he gets jealous. Okay. And I don't know if it's going to matter that you're working. It, it, I'm not saying he's going to um, carry it out. I'm just saying that the threat is coming. Uh, I don't care. It, Get back here. I don't care. Or or that's the way I see the threat initially, right? Get back here. That's the way I see the threat initially. Um, he wants to be here. Right. But he, he more wants to be here because of you. Not okay. like if it's if it's for his career, that's one thing. He would love to be here for his career. Don't get me wrong. Right. But if it's not for his career, then it's a it's more about you. So there's a okay. jealousy thing that that begins to rise up inside of him that makes Uh-oh. him a little loopy. Does that does, does he does jealousy jealousy? Of, well, is it jealousy because of my career? Or jealousy of me like meeting other people and hanging out with friends. It's everything because your career is making you meet other people. Right. Okay. Um, I promise you there's a threat of, I'll divorce you, I'll divorce you. He won't, but he's, thre- he's going to threaten it. Okay. Is he going to behave himself, though, while we're apart? 
Like, it's oh, yeah, if that's what you're looking at with him, yeah, I don't see other women around him. Don't worry about that. Okay. Is she going to... Don't worry about that. It, yeah, is she going to... I got him some job opportunities out here, but things are actually starting to take off for career, so I, mm-hmm. I'm, can, can you see... Um, can you see what's going on with that and, like, how that will play out, like, where I'll stay and stuff? Sure. Hold on. Oops. But it probably jumped up. It jumped out. Yeah, I see you signed some sort of contract um, via your career. Something dropped out. Um, any older gentlemen around you? Older? Um, like, I mean, I have, like, older friends who are in the business. It's, like, but professional. But career, but it's career yeah, yeah, yeah. related. Yeah. Is there older yeah. gentleman around you? Okay. Yeah, my, so I my think, manager, agent. Okay. Okay. Uh, are they both older? They're little. I mean, yeah, they're older, way older than me. Well, what's older to you? Older to you, like, are like, 40 or 50? Like 30s or 40s, like late 30s. All right. Late 30s is not old. <laughs> Sorry. Pardon? <laughs> That's what I was like, let me, let me make sure she knows what old really is. Right. Um, there's an older person that uh, is going to be responsible for you signing a contract. So if it's not your okay. agent or manager who's in their 30s or early 40s, I'm not really counting that as old the way I see it. And so okay. if that is how I see it, it could be the man on the other side of the contract that's Given the contract to your agent or manager, he's older. Okay. Your contract is you're gonna wind up very, very happy. Um, it's slow and steady, but it's consistent. So I okay. feel like there's a big I feel like there's a big contract coming, but before the big contract comes, it's slow, steady, consistent. So one job leads to another job, which leads to another job, which leads to another right. job, which is the reason why I think your husband is going to have a connection fit because although you are working, in his mind, you're not really, not not really, unless you have a big contract. He's like, well, you don't have a big contract, so I don't care, something like that, right? Right. Um, but every job you could get makes you feel good. It also puts you in line with other women. I have to tell you, I think, I know, I think, hold on a second. It looks to me like there is your career could lead you to maybe participate in a female group. A female group? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I'm that kind of person to do that. (laughs) I I know that's not your cup of tea, but that's the way I'm getting it. Um, Somebody's going to put that in your head. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like it's a female that puts it in your head, and I feel like it's either the female, the manager, or one of the females that's part of the group, and she's going to be like, why don't we just form a girl group? Like, you would be perfect, and I would be perfect. Something to that effect. It's in your head, so you do consider it. Okay. It is something that is a consideration. Um, of course, any group, you know, has problems, but I, I also think being a part of a group get you notice quicker than it does singles. Right. Um, even though I'm looking at your career, I don't see where your husband actually interferes. You, you, it looks like you finally figured out that 
you you are important here. You finally figured yeah, that out. Yeah, I did. Which is good. Which is good. You know, because there is yeah. a threat coming. There is a threat coming. I think the threat is going to be divorce. I have to tell you, if he threatens, don't worry about it. You can't get a divorce from Italy. Don't worry about it. But and but and it's not like he's not going to go through with it. It's just a threat. Just a threat. Don't worry about it. It's just okay. his and way he, of control. But here's the you thing. It's sh- okay. Wait, hold on a second. I didn't mean to cut you off. It's actually showing up again, the threat. It does show up in the past. Next to the page of Pentacles, which has everything to do with how you're making your money. So he kind of puts down the way you make your money. Because he says, you're not doing that big. Like something like that. Don't listen to him. You understand what I'm saying? He's going to try yeah. and diminish what your jobs are like, but every little job leads to the one big contract. And then I get the judgment card that you're going to be like, see, I told you, I told you. By the time you get to the judgment card, he could actually make your life so miserable in terms of being not being supportive. The whole time, I'm going to reiterate this for the hundredth time, do not worry about other women over there. He's going to make himself so crazy that the only thing he can focus on is you. Okay. I have to be honest with you, it is kind of it would be kinda of better if you just left him over there for a minute. Okay. Do you how long do you see this thing apart? How long what? How long do you see us being apart? Oh. Um <laughs> August, we're probably going to come to me for March, April. Um, I don't know. That's a bad number to give because I, I see it for like eight months. Is that, Whoa. Is that crazy? That's too crazy, yeah. right? Yeah, he was just back in two, in two no weeks. Wonder he's, no wonder he's going to have a problem. Wait, he's coming back in two weeks? He said he's going to try to come back in two weeks. Like when I get um, my jobs and everything, I'm going to fly him out here. Okay. Um, hmm. That remains to be seen. You know, it, it, in, in terms of him coming out here, it has everything to do with how settled you are. So if you're going to bring him <clears throat> back here with in, into somebody else's apartment and somebody else's roommate situation, it's catastrophic. Right. So it all depends on what you set up. You set it up, he'll follow. But if you don't settle, I you know, I I <laughs> I'll look again. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I get eight nine months. Maybe I'm wrong. Okay. It could be eight, nine weeks, but it just doesn't feel like weeks. Because weeks is bad for me. And usually when the cars show me weeks, they show me the number two. So I would get the two of pentacles, you know, the two it's of wands. I guess it's eight, nine days. What? Eight, nine, no. or nine days? No. Okay. <laughs> but I could be wrong. So this is about your free will, his free will. So make it work. Um my concern is that he's a bigger, a, a bigger, 
he's a third leg that you don't need. Yeah, I mean, do you see it getting better at all, like, with everything? Or well, he becomes really obsessed with me while he's there? Yeah, it's funny. If it catch 22, as long as he stays in Italy, that actually is a problem. He gets upset. Um, as okay. far as your relationship goes, it does look like your relationship has moved out. It's the separation that's going to make him crazy, so... What do you mean, moved out? Like, so it's going to get worse or it's going to... No, it looks like your relationship has moved out. What's going to make it worse is the separation in Italy. Him being in Italy does make it worse. Really? Is it because it allows me to do what I need to do? He just can't track your movement. It's about his jealousy and he can't track your movement. Which, ironically, he's not even a jealous guy, ironically. He's not that jealous guy. He's not that okay. I, I'm not talking about that crazy jealous guy. It's just all of a sudden, because he's not in your vicinity, it comes in a form of jealousy, but not in a jealousy that is out there for other people. It's just, what are you doing? How are you doing it? What's going on? Da, 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 da. It's more about yeah. control than jealousy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if he stays in Italy too long, ultimately he's going to take the control back. It's going to threaten divorce. It's not going to be real. Don't listen to him. Um, <laughs> just because I saw a time frame, by the way, just put it to a time frame of eight months, don't listen to me. If you want this okay. man back here, bring him back here. You know, okay. my, biggest, my biggest concern is that you bring him back here, however, and you're not settled in a, in a place that belongs to you and him. Okay. Because, because you're going to be meeting a lot of people and interacting with a lot of people. And yeah. you're going to have support. And that's where the jealousy, because at, at the very least, if you go back to your own space, you can have these conversations with him. But if you go back to another space that doesn't belong to you, and you're a roommate situation, and he does his crazy yelling and screaming, nobody's going to like that. And so right. you both could wind up, you know, looking for another place, and it gets crazy. So, I don't know. Okay. I know how much you love him. So, um, yeah. and, and and I can also see how much he loves you. I just think that the situation the way it is right now makes him a little loopy. Yeah, he's been kind of in a funk. Just Once he gets out of the funk, then the fire rises. So it totally makes sense now. Okay. The fire rises isn't a bad thing, like bad fire? Well, yeah, because it's the fire inside of him. So once he comes out of the okay. funk and he realizes that you're in New York, it seems like you're having fun. It's not that you are. You're hustling like everybody else in New York. But it seems like you're having fun. Then it dawns on him, wait a second, what the hell's going on? Get back here. I want you back here. I don't care about any jobs. You get back here. Or how are you making me come there? Like that's when he begins to fight. And it's like a fight for his life, but it really isn't. It's just that's the way he thinks. Wonderful. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's not a bad thing, though. It's not a bad thing. It's just this separation is unhealthy for him is what I'm trying to say. Okay. But it's good for me. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Does he realize how 
does he realize while we're apart, like, how he does, like, miss me and wants to be better at all, or no? No, 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 oh. never expect that from him, no. He's not in the learning phase of development. He's not oh, trying right. to be a better person. Well, he's not there, so I can't, like, I can't give that to you. He, he doesn't right. know he should be looking at some of his past history and be a better man for you. He doesn't know that. Okay. So, Wonderful. And, and it could be a part of his youth, but that's not, that's not such a bad thing. It's also something you can't teach him. You just kind of yeah. have to let him ride this out until he gets his aha moment. It's not going to show up right now. I know you right. learn every day. I know every day there's something about life that you get, and yeah. you get infused inside of yourself, and then you push it back out to other people. Um, for your greatest good, for somebody else's highest good, he doesn't. Okay. Ah, good to know. Thank you, Tracy. But he doesn't know how. There's an immaturity there. He just doesn't know yeah. how. That so it just takes him longer. Kind of like right. a kid with ADHD. It's the hardest one. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> my prayer well, for him is that, he, is that he gets a musical gig and then it won't matter. That's my prayer for him, but... Yeah, you know, I actually he, think I got something for him here in New York and connected him to the person, so hopefully it works out. But we'll see. Yeah. Thank you so but much. That's, that's the only thing that he cares about. Like, you can find him being a better man if he's working on his musical stuff. Yeah, that's true. Well, thank you. I'll let you go. All right, honey. Take it easy. All right. Thank you so much, and have a beautiful day. You too. Bye, Al. Bye, Tracy. <laughs> Lavender. Hey. Hey, how are you? Uh, I am bone tired. Are you? Mm-hmm. How was your first week? Um, it was interesting. Okay. Uh you know what's so no, funny? Not, you, not and, in a you and Desi, huh? you and Desi just got new jobs, and it's so funny how busy you guys are during the week. Because I did not hear from either one of you during the week. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, um, because they're they're actually about to they're getting ready to do some construction on the lab. So my old spot, I it's mm-hmm. best for me to not be there anymore because. That's they're taking down my old spot and putting something new there, so I had to move to a new place. I and I mean I don't know if you know how many materials I use a day, but probably around <laughs> two or three hundred. So I had to make no. new yeah I had to make new things, new solutions for everything, and then on top oh. of that, get used to doing that job again, but yes. being placed with a busy boss. <laughs> So it was it was pretty hectic. Yesterday I had no lunch. I didn't really eat breakfast and I I basically worked the entire day until she finally told me she just said stop, just go home. Go home. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. But um and what's so funny is that she reminds me almost not exactly, but she reminds me of my old boss. 
what does that mean for you, though? What, what does that mean exactly? That means for me that the only thing I have to do is just work hard. That's it. And Ooh. not, not mm-hmm. that I, sh- I, sh- hmm. I shouldn't trust her 100%. Mm. Well, Which, okay. I don't see that as a bad thing. No. Um, it's you just a common learned? sense thing. Yes. You know what I've learned in terms of the spirit world and what the spirit world tries to teach you, right? Mm-hmm. I've learned that your first thought could be the precursor to this thought. And yeah. this is the place where you want to survive. So what mm-hmm. does the universe do? They teach you. They bring you something else to teach you what that experience is like so that when you get the real experience that creates the real career for you, you know what to do with this career. And, you know, I I don't find her as difficult and as demanding. She's actually a little bit more she's, – she's, she's very established. Her, her family, they own a, a very powerful company to where she doesn't even have to work. So that pressure to be this, be this, be this isn't really on her as much as my old boss. So she's a little bit more easygoing, but they have very similar mm-hmm. personalities. Um, it's, it's almost like she's my old boss, but just established and with a family. So, that's your I old mean, boss is what? Uh, oh, she, she's like my old boss, except that my old boss is kind of the younger version of her without mm-hmm. the establishment and without a family to take after. I get it. I get it. Interesting. So in in some ways... She's a little bit, my new one is a little bit easier to deal with because she doesn't feel pressure. Oh, all right. So it's, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy that I made the decision Good. to leave. <laughs> I'm so excited happy. for you. I'm so excited. I, I'm so excited. I think it's the best move for you, so I'm happy. Uh, okay, so, so I was that had being a lot of said, uh-huh. talk to me. Oh, well, I <laughs> had a lot of questions, but I, I guess I can just cut them down to maybe two. Um, the oh, first one forward. is, it's so funny how last week we were talking about Jennifer Lawrence and all of her news leak. I know. <laughs> I, I think it, it's, I mean, it's, that's crazy. I know. And I know. Those people have been trading those pictures for months before. Before anybody found out. Well, not before anybody found out, but before somebody decided to become greedy and start charging for the pictures. That's why this entire thing got out. Oh, somebody, my God. not not the original hacker or hackers, because it's probably a group uh-huh. of people, not the original uh-huh. people, but somebody bought those pictures, and the oh hacker was God. asking people to post them on his behalf. Um, so uh, oh people, and, and I think the, the most that I saw somebody made was a little over $400,000 trading pictures. Oh, <laughs> now it so, all makes yeah. sense because I couldn't understand it. Like, we're going to prosecute. And I'm like, 
I don't get it. Like, if anybody puts them on the side, they're going, I don't get that. But it just seems so, like, aggressive. People are making money off these pictures. I well, it's, it's pretty it's, sexy. I, I mean, I, I think she is, too. She has a really nice body, you know? I mean, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think you saw, uh, you know, my tweet. I was like, hey, you know, don't be ashamed. They were stolen. You look hot. But I yeah. think also the bigger issue is the fact that they were able to get into iCloud account. And so this is probably going to be a big problem for Apple. It's a and big embarrassment why, for Apple. And, and you know and what? Initially, why, Apple denied it. They did? Initially. They were like, no, 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 no. And then they had to concede that they had an in-house problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, to me, this this is just me thinking because either the person who originally got into those accounts, they had to have been somebody in the industry who had these mm-hmm. people's email addresses and then they could, you know, take them from somebody else and go to the next chain and take it from somebody else. Or they could have been an Apple employee mm-hmm. um, who – took a famous person's email address who came in. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I didn't look at the cause, but the first thing I got, I didn't look at the cause, but the first thing I got was that it was in top. Yeah. I mean, that to have those many pictures from that many it's celebrity many. iCloud accounts, that's too yeah. many and too diverse. Right. Mm-hmm. Just too many. And some things are obvious. Like when you connect email addresses in terms of being an employee. Like, my email address is Tracy Brown. Hello. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not yellow card 88. Mm -hmm. So if you have an obvious name out there as your email address and you're an employee and you're there, I I just think I thought it was in-house immediately. So, I mean, what... What I want to know, I think I already know the answer because Jennifer Lawrence is freaking, she's tough. I just want to know how her career will pan out after this, you know, embarrassment, I should call it. Well, it's funny that you, you would call it an, an embarrassment, however. I'm, I think that a lot of men are looking at the pictures, although I think nowadays not too many people do care. Um, I'm just talking about men in the industry and I'm talking about the public at large. And nowadays, I can't see that it'll, it'll be a problem. I'm talking as I'm pulling the car, so you know me, I'm going to talk. And then, um, the little that's girl that's saying, what I'm thinking, too. Mm-hmm. But if uh, I, I, I'll say that I think that a lot of actors and actresses are very jealous of Jennifer. Yeah. And that some of them would try to use this to propel the casting couch rumors about her. Oh. Are there casting couch rumors about her? Um, Lindsay Lohan said something. She she says something Lindsay, like you're gonna listen to Lindsay? Yeah. Yeah. But but but, <laughs> no. but this this is how much Jennifer's success annoys some people that they will listen yeah. to Lindsay. Lindsay says something like, Oh, Jennifer's fake. 
she I could have been where she is if I got on the casting couch. And when oh. I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, "But Lindsay, you did though, <laughs> and you're not." First of all, I can't imagine that in any particular drunken state she was not on a casting couch. <laughs> there were pictures to prove it with her nasty looking. <gasps> Two dollar looking weave. It wasn't a casting couch, but it was a drug deal transaction. There you which go. Which is kind of the same thing. So, there but I mean, but you know, she's how old is Jennifer? Like twenty two, twenty three, twenty four. She has yes. She has three Oscar nominations, one yes. win. She has yes. two fran- two huge franchises. I'm pretty sure that. People, her peers, and some people who feel like she doesn't deserve to be where she is will like to see her brought down. That's all. Well, she does have a contender. Oh, that pretty little girl that just had the looks almost exactly like her. Come to think of it, just somewhat shorter. Oh, she was just in that um, movie about dying. Um, I know who you're talking about. Nobody really cares about her. Shalane Woodley. That's her name. Oh, Shalane Willie. Yeah. In terms of, well, in terms of a look, though, like if they were to both yeah. go after the same role, they're um, trying it. They, they really are. They, they do have the same haircut now, mm-hmm. and so I think that she could be a contender for her if they went after the same role. However, what I'm getting in the cards is that Jennifer's really upset. Let's be clear about that. She mm-hmm. is not happy. Um, I think that her team legally is not going to let this go. It is not mm-hmm. about um, her being in the public eye. It, it's about her rights. And she's like, yes. I'm not a porn star. If I wanted to be a porn star, I would have put these pictures out. So I think legally she is going to be in a forefront of, like, making sure this never happens again. Like, so I feel like she's going to want to take a power position. Right? Mm-hmm. And two, if it's going to be public, let me take the public in a power position. And three, is it going to affect her, I have to say? No. Okay. No. I didn't think not, so. I just, no. I get the five of swords. She, she, she did feel that initially. Her initial reaction was, this will ruin me. This is so like it's going to sabotage me. She did feel that. I think she decides to um, make a project out of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not even making fun of it. It's kind of like making a project out of it where she wants either either going to take a stand or create something, you know, for um, this type of incidences so that instead of being embarrassed that like she felt at first, she's going to turn it around and make it into an empowering moment. With that being said, then the public really loves it. Then it's like, oh, Jennifer. Oh. <laughs> so she makes it work, or her people. But the way mm-hmm. I'm getting it, I'm getting it that she makes it work, that she's standing up for young girls all over the world. It's a violation. It's, you know, it's online and free. Like, you take something from me, and you think it's okay, and I'm going to sit. And she does it like a lady. So I just think that there's something coming out of this that's going to be huge for Jennifer and the public. So 
That's for you. Yay. Something like that. But does it affect her? No. That's almost like like uh, Halle Berry in the in the pap, the paparazzi taking photos of children thing, yes. almost. Yes, it's going to be very very similar to that, exactly. And and they won that, like they won it in such a way where paparazzi really have to be careful about taking pictures mm-hmm. of the children. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's good to hear. I didn't I didn't think that her career would be over. I figured that people would be very sympathetic for her. Yeah. And, you yes. know, wanting her to prevail. So that's nice to have that confirmed. So all yes, you jealous absolutely. actresses and actors, because I know you're hella jealous, um, I don't know, eat shit and die, I guess. I don't know. Eat shit and die. I love that. <laughs> and they're going to stay jealous. I love I love that we should not because they're gonna stay jealous because she's smart enough to take this even to the next level. Like if it if it had been Lizzie Lohan, she would have been like pity me, pity me, if she had sores on her face and body. Like you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that like that's how Lindsay Lohan would have figured. Oh, it wasn't my fault. I was a victim. I see her like standing on a podium and making a statement and pushing for. Um, pushing for the fight, you know, and you kind of look at her and you kind of go, that's your damn right. Stand up, girl. Do what you got to do. So there's going to be more jealousy out there because she handles it better. (laughs) And also, okay, so I I, I originally had four, but I'll just do one more. Um, Okay. uh, I don't know which one. I love when you come on, though. You are so on it. So would you want to hear about Justin Timberlake possibly cheating on Jessica or the Hilton family drug bust? Okay, Justin Timberlake or who else? The Paris Hilton family drug bust. Paris Hilton? Yes. Justin Timberlake or Paris Hilton? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll go with Justin Justin Timberlake. Timberlake. That's okay, yeah, Justin Timberlake. What happened? Um, He went to some club by himself. I I remember it was reported that he was going to a club alone. They they noted that he was by himself. And some pictures surfaced of him talking to this woman – and, you know, it's a loud club. He could have been leaning in to listen to what she's saying. But yeah. they looked a little bit cozy in it. And, you know, he okay. had his hands around her waist. And the lady hasn't been identified yet. But right before that, um, that picture surfaced, somebody leaked Justin Timberlake and Jessica Beale's prenuptial agreement. And it said that oh, she would be paid oh. if he cheated. And a couple, and actually the same day after that leak, those pictures came out. So now there's divorce talk around them. Oh. Wow. Have you seen them together ever? Every once in a while. I mean, you know, I'm just surprised that he was caught with a woman. So, you know. <laughs> Oh, you said that so slick. 
But, you know, I just, I just, I mean, there have always been rumors of him cheating on her, and that's why people were kind of surprised when they got married. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just want to ask, is he cheating, and when are they getting their divorce? Because I know they're not going to last. Um, one card short. Hold on. That one to be the last one, but let's see. Yeah. I really am surprised, you know, it was yes. a woman, though. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. <laughs> You know, it was a dark club, and he had a hand around her waist, you know, and then when he got a good picture, you know, then she was a transvestite. I was waiting for you to say that. You never did. She could have been. So, you can only see the back of her hair. So, you know, anything is possible with him. The answer is yes, there is divorce coming. Okay. Absolutely. Um, she's actually hoping, trying, hoping to get pregnant. She's actually hoping. For something bigger to occur, um, the chances of, of, of that. Jessica, that Jessica mm-hmm. or Justin? Jessica, not Justin. Oh. No, I, I feel like during the duration of this marriage, I feel like she wants to be a mommy. I feel like she's hoping for a pregnancy. Um, mm. I think that's part him. of your issue. I think it's part of your issue because it doesn't look like he wants that. Not that he doesn't want children. He just figured, listen, he's the type of guy, when I have children, it's going to be to propel my next career. So when everything uh-huh. dies and no one's thinking of Justin Timberlake, guess what? I'm pregnant. You know what I mean? Like he's going to – so he doesn't want a child right now because it doesn't fall in line with his career. She's actually Can you tell that I don't like him? him. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you said that in the past, so you go, oh, damn. And you do these little things when, when I have something to say about a couple. You've done, that, you've done it with Jay-Z, actually. <laughs> you know, I, I, there are some days where I don't like Jay-Z um, because I mm-hmm. do feel like he's power hungry and sometimes mm-hmm. he wants to get in the way of what's really important but uh-huh. I, do, I do respect him as a business person at the same time and he's actually a pretty interesting guy so I mean I go through liking him and then not but with Justin no I can't stand him yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't like anything about him other than his songwriting abilities I don't even like his singing so yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm like you. I'm not like a hundred percent Justin Timberlake fan, and I'm always surprised at how successful he is. But you know, he is. You know, it's always shocking to me. You know how successful he is, and he's amazingly successful when his albums come out. Like amazingly mm-hmm. successful. Undeservedly too. Getting back to these two divorces, Emily. I really do feel like Jessica is holding on to a thread. Um, I don't think think he cares if he's married or not. I I don't think think it makes or break him. Right. It doesn't make or break him. He's like, oh, I'm married. Oh, I'm not married. Oh, whatever. He's not going to want the scandal behind it. 
and he's going to fight to make sure that a scandal doesn't come. And if a scandal does come, I promise you, it'll be because his career is mm-hmm. at a low. Like, he calculates everything. Do you understand that? Everything. So he'll give her a divorce just when he thinks something is coming out in a movie. Do you understand? Like, he'll like, oh, I got a movie coming out this summer. You wanted a divorce? Here, you got it. You know, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he would calculate it. And you um, know what? People, his fans like to talk trash about Jessica, about how bland she is. But you know she's a she's a nice person. She has a nice she has a really nice body. She can do a lot better than Justin Timberlake. She can do so I much think, better than him. I think Jessica Biel is beautiful. There's something about she her look that is stunning to me. Absolutely stunning. Like I think she sculpted so well in terms of her facial features. And mm-hmm. by the way, by the way, hold on a second. By the way, I think opposites are good. Justin Timberlake is vibrant. He's outgoing. He's this and he's that. It's good that she's the opposite of him. Why do people make that such a problem? I don't know. Those those are fans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, you know, she she's a, a nice laid-back person. You know, she actually mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of Blake Lively, except not as fame-hungry as Blake Lively used to be. Yes, yeah. right. And she's not fame-hungry either, by the way. She likes cool. to have good roles, um, um, Jessica Biel. Yes. She's not saying hungry. She likes to have good roles. She'll see her in tonight's show. You know, Jimmy Kimmel, she's a cool chick. Mm-hmm. And she's a beautiful, cool chick. I don't know what the problem is with everyone, like, seeing them as opposites. I think the real problem is just because unfortunate that she felt she should marry this guy. There are better options out there for her. Like, real men is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Not this egotistical, uh, you know, showboater. He's a show. I don't like that. But, you know, it's him. Yeah, I hope she doesn't get knocked out because, God. You hope she doesn't get knocked out? Yeah, knocked up by him. Oh, well, she wants it. She wants it. So here's what I see. I see the potential of her trying to get pregnant. I think there's a miscarriage Mm. coming. I think there's a miscarriage coming, though, you know, and and then, you know, the potential of this baby coming through before she has an opportunity to divorce him is slim picking because I think if she winds up getting pregnant and she miscarries, good luck with that. I don't think another one's coming through. Hopefully she'll get this baby and she gets to carry it through. Uh, Jessica. <laughs> It's He's a so sacrifice. Awful. There's something about there's something about him that she that she really really does love. And so, with that being said, she wants to make sure a baby comes through with the guy that she loves. You know. Well. <laughs> okay. So I'm not gonna do a reading on it. 
what the tarantula do? Oh, so the it, it's actually the okay. The Hilton family has a ranch in Nicaragua, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and they weren't there, but the police busted or the police found about 400 kilos of cocaine on their property inside of a plane, a private plane that is mm. operated on their private strip. The, uh, and uh, the, I think there were three or there were four guys, four native Nicaraguan guys who were arrested, and one of them was an employee of the family. The family wasn't there. Those guys were arrested. And this hasn't really been out there anywhere. It hasn't made any news anywhere. But some people feel like they have been – oh, wait, I think someone's at the door. Oh, some people feel like the Hilton family has been in the drug game for a while because I remember Ooh. Paris used to get busted, and it was rumored that Paris was a drug dealer and that yeah. she pimped out her friends. Yes, so, that actually makes sense. From a wealthy so place, from a wealthy place, that makes mm-hmm. sense because she has a lot of drugs. So why not get into the game and mm-hmm. sell it to her wealthy friend? That totally mm-hmm. she has never tried to work. Seriously. Oh, oh wait, oh wait. But not only that, she was also rumored to be a madam of sorts, hooking up her friends with wealthy foreign people. Like, not an official pimp or anything, but just a, hey, mm-hmm. here's my friend. Give me a fee. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That doesn't surprise me either. Let me, you know what, that's really juicy. Um, there's going to be a guy. There's going to be a guy that's going to rat on her. Somebody oh. is going to give up, is gonna give up the gold. There's at least five big parties involved. Um, I definitely do see a legal situation. Whether or not I see her going to jail, I can't really say that. It could be a legal investigation. Mm-hmm. Um, um, also, I get something about a former boyfriend, former lover, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I also get judgment next to my legal situation, so maybe it's going to be public judgment. I don't know if they're going to necessarily tie Paris into it, but, mm-hmm. pe- but people are going down. People are going down. Ooh-ooh. This is without a doubt. Oh. I just find it funny that this this hasn't been reported by TMZ at all. Um, and it happened earlier this week. Maybe because don't don't think that TMZ might not be investigatively like when like don't don't like you know TMZ. This is one of those things, rather than speculate, they want to be able to say, we've got the proof in, in this situation. So don't be surprised if they're looking for the truth. Like, let's not, let's not do anything until we know that, like, like the Jay-Z, Beyonce tape. You've got to have the tape. You've got to have something. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think could be happening here. Like, let's find that one guy that would rat her out, something like that. You know? Because uh-uh. that means okay. to me, it's like, you know, come on. You can't have 400 kilos of cocaine on your plane, on your private strip, and in your ranch mm-hmm. 
without somebody from the family knowing about it. Mhm, mhm. Well, listen. It is a listen. It's a foreign country, and mm-hmm. you know those people have also been paid off. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. If, if she's in the drug business, that's big business. Mhm. So I'm surprised it, it finally moved. I'm surprised about that. So, but there's somebody that's going to sing. Somebody, somebody's going to sing. And in terms of the history, I get five people that's going to get into trouble. And there's something about either, I feel like it's a former boyfriend that, um, like, has a continuous involvement. But I can, I can believe sing, it. The person that's going to sing, it, he looks foreign to me. So he looks like he's from, did you say Nicaragua? Where did you say mm-hmm. this person was from? N- Nicaragua. In Nicaragua, some dark and fella in Nicaragua is going to sing. And I, when I say, you know, going to sing, it, it feels like it's, he's on the other side of, of the transaction. Hmm. All right, girl, All right. I'm going to get up out of here. I got one last right. um, client, so I'm going to take her. Okay. Thanks, Lavender. Thanks for telling me about no Paris. Now I have to do my own research on that. Okay. You only find one hey. article. Really? Yep. Or actually, maybe two. I hope they find more. All right, girl. I'll keep you posted, whatever I find. Okay. Bye. Bye. Hi, Coral. So you're on the line. Coral, two. 402, you're on the line. Oh, my goodness. I hear somebody walking in the background. 402. Let me see if I can call you real quick. Because I hate for you to hang on this long and you not get through, because as long as I don't have a paid reading, I don't mind joining the call. I'm going to try and call you, 402. Four oh two. Four oh two. All right, guys. I can't seem to get through to four oh two. I apologize. Um, this is Psychic Tracy Brown signing off. Saturday, September sixth, two thousand and fourteen. Join me on Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic. Call me for your own personal reading at eight one eight nine eight five two zero one zero. Thank you, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And for all the people that call in today, thank you so much. It was fun. Have a good day. Bye.